Welcome to Respect Life Radio. My name is Deacon Jeff Bennett with Catholic Charities of the Archdiocese of Denver. And today our special guest is Sunit Seleski, who is the director of Marisol Health in Lafayette. Does that sound about right? It sounds about right. What is Marisol Health? So Marisol Health is a comprehensive OBGYN clinic, Deacon Jeff, with wraparound supportive services. So through a special partnership with Bella Natural Women's Care, we're able to offer that comprehensive, not only prenatal care, but gynecological care as well, and family care to kids who may need to come through as well that have been delivered um, through our providers and not through our providers as well. So is it mostly focused on pregnant women or do you take single women as well? We take both. Okay. And so... If, why would somebody come to Marisol Health? What type of individual do you serve? So our main mission is to provide dignified care to women and families. And the heart of the Marisol Health mission really is to meet that woman who is unexpectedly pregnant and be able to provide her a wraparound supportive services network and just really dignified and qualified medical care um, so that she may choose life and know that she is supported and walked through in the midst of that decision to choose life. So it's not, hey, here's an ultrasound, don't have an abortion. It's, hey, how can we give you full-service women's medical care, OBGYN care, exactly. whatever the need is, so that that takes one of the risk factors or one of the decision-making factors away from them who can't afford that, right? Yeah, absolutely. So it's been really beautiful, just this innovative model of not only meeting someone and being able to give them a pregnancy test or an ultrasound, but to also be able to schedule them for the whole prenatal care and beyond through the gynecological care as well. And then meeting them with those wraparound supportive services, whether it's connecting them with insurance, housing, material assistance, all of those sorts of things. So really the human person is a whole person. So to be able to treat not only their body, but also their spirit as well. So it's the faith component that's mixed in with it, right? And so we follow all the teachings of the Catholic Church. We promote the dignity of life from conception all the way through natural death. Um, so a woman who maybe she's married, maybe she's not, you know, blue collar worker finds out she's pregnant is like, oh my gosh, I can't afford, I can't afford to have a baby. Mm -hmm. I can't afford medical care. Is that the type of woman you specialize in seeing? Yeah, that's really the heart of our mission. And we really try and be very thoughtful of not turning anyone away due to finances. About 30% of the women that we serve and the families that we serve um, have income of $15,000 or less, and nearly 70% are on Medicaid or self-pay. And so really trying to provide dignified care to everyone, and it shouldn't be a matter of how much do you have in your pocket, it should be a matter of you're a human being, and we desire to care for you and to know, and to help you know that you are not alone in the midst of these things. So before I forget, because it's a high likelihood I will, how can people contact you? What? How can they find you to find out if you know, they qualify for your services. Yeah, absolutely. So our phone is 303-731-6130. You can call us, you can text us. You can also walk into any one of our clinics. We're open Monday through Friday and then on Saturdays at our Denver location. And so you're more than welcome to walk in um, or you can go to www.marisolhealth.com. And so any one of those avenues, we're just here to be available to anyone who's desiring qualified and dignified care. So you want to be as accommodating as possible. Absolutely. And so the one in Denver is located literally across the street from Planned Parenthood, right? Yeah, exactly. So that address is uh, 3894 Olive Street in Denver. Wow, that's good. I 
can't remember it's my, job. my I can't remember my address unless I look on the phone. Uh, what's the uh, address in Lafayette? You got so that one? We do down. So okay. it's one two eight five Centaur Village Drive, Suite one hundred in Lafayette. And so we're really trying to be available to both Denver and Boulder County and all the people that live in those areas. Um, one of the things you started kind of a new twist to what you were doing. It's really like a male mentorship. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that going on at both locations and how does that work? What does that look like? Yeah, we're really excited about it. And we found that, you know, we have women in the exam rooms and then from time to time they bring in their significant other, whether it's their boyfriend, the father of the child, their husband, their fiance. And, um, these men are just waiting in the waiting room, um, and not really a part of the process and kind of twiddling their thumbs, but their lives you are probably changing. only have so many sports illustrated editions <laughs> in there, right? Well, we, we only have so much coffee. For okay. Them, really. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, but it's we realized that there was a need to be able to support these men. And I think the really beautiful thing about Marisol Health is, you know, us being pro-life means us not only being pro-woman, but it also means us being pro-man and pro-family. And so we started this fatherhood mentoring program. So it's beginning at the Denver Clinic next week um, in early February, and then we're resuming at the Lafayette Clinic in early March. And we have really wonderful dads from both communities who are really passionate and committed to walking through this process with these men. So we've developed a curriculum for them, um, truly mentor any of these men who are a part of this huge life decision and life-changing event as well, um, so that they feel empowered and encouraged um, and known to be able to be equipped to be the best fathers they can be. So we wanna stress the importance of fathers in the equation, right? We said we live in a world Absolutely. that likes to subtract fathers. Absolutely. Um, when we know that for a family to be successful, it needs a mom and a dad. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, especially in our line of work and in um, the decision-making process that we get to be a part of, we realize that that significant other is usually such a huge component of this decision process. And so we really are trying to reach out to them as well and let them know that we are available to walk with them just as much as we're available to walk with the women. What's the reaction to the guys who've, who've gone through the class or gone through the mentoring you know, at first, I think they were really surprised that something like this was available to them. Mm-hmm. Um, just because of, you know, what you were just saying earlier of, I think, as a society and as a culture, we forget that they are a big part of this as well. And they're so necessary and important. Um, but the times that we were able to reach out to them and really get to know them, it was just amazing to hear secondhand, because of course, I'm not in those meetings, um, but to hear secondhand of how much they didn't realize how big of a role they had. It felt so disconnected from them. Um, this whole, you know, they're not the ones that their bodies are changing or anything like that. And so to really be able to. Unless they eat sympathetically with the, with <laughs> right. the pregnant yeah, exactly. mom, right? Okay. Yeah. Belly contest. Yeah. Um, but I think it was really um, profound and special for them to know that they're a part of this family as well. And they've got a real role and significance too. What's the reaction from the moms? Are they happy that, hey, somebody's mentoring you know, the boyfriend, the husband, the fiance or whoever, do they do they think, wow, this is Yeah, the moms good? have been really excited. Yeah. <laughs> Probably yeah, more excited than any of us expected. And I think they see it as a need and they really want their significant others to be a part of this process. Um, but like we were saying earlier, they're just not the ones going through those biological changes and so they're really, really excited um, to have these this support in place for the dads as well. Well, not to be sexist, but I know you guys really do question, you know, how mature us guys really are. I know my wife still does. So any help in that regard is to, it can do nothing but be a benefit. Yeah, no, these guys have stepped up. 
Well, I mean, it's a great ministry. I mean, I, I can't imagine, you know, what we did before this ministry existed. I know there's pregnancy centers and they, they have their place, but to be able to provide, you know, full service women's medical care, to be able to address what it means to be a husband and a father um, I mean, it's really you're you're covering all bases on this. Yeah, we're thing. trying. We're really trying. Um, you know, one of the things you know, just within the last few weeks, we've seen, uh, you know, what's gone in New York, what's gone on, uh, you know, what the governor said in Virginia, which was, I mean, almost hard to believe. Uh, we see Rhode Island, you know, all these states wanting to go to abortion up until the last minute. Virginia wants to do it even after they're born, be able to kill a child called infanticide. One of the things I've noticed, and I don't know if if anybody's brought it up to you, people don't realize, unfortunately, Colorado, been there, done that. We did this in the early 70s. Right. And have have you had people come up to you and say, well, geez, I hope that doesn't happen in Colorado? Yeah, and our clinics, specifically in Lafayette, it's about 20 minutes away from Dr. Hearn's clinic, and so um, we really feel the effects of that in a really specific way. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, my mind is can't even grasp the fact that we live in a state that's been doing this for 40 years, and people don't know it. I mean, the fact that we don't know is kind of shame on us, that we don't know that we have been killing children up until the moment of birth for 40 years. Now, New York does it. It brings headlines. Again, it's atrocious. But we need to let inform people, this is the type of state we live in. If you want that to change, you need to elect people who support life from conception through natural death. And, um, you know, I know in the past, and it's been a little while, but you guys have even been accused of not really being a real clinic. Right. Yeah. And, you know, a really exciting update um, is that we were certified through the Pro Women's Health Consortium as a PWHC center. And so that was... I have no idea what that you just said. (laughs) (laughs) So the Pro Women's Health Consortium, it's um, it's a group. They provide life-affirming medical care Mm -hmm. um, and it's physicians. It's board certified medical providers. And the standards to be a part of this consortium these centers is so high and it's just really humbling and incredible to know that in the midst of those claims of being a fake clinic that we know that the care that we're providing is really authentic sincere qualified dignified care um, and it's the way that every human being deserves to be encountered yeah so it's interesting a fake clinic is something that takes not natural law out of the equation that treats children babies as non-human and and promotes people playing God. So they they provide contraception. They do all these things to keep children from being born. And so a real clinic in their eyes is somebody who is against life for the most part. Our our clinic, which is pro life from the minute of conception, and encourages people. And lets people know how big of a gift this really is, right? This is a gift from God. This isn't, you know, something we just do on our own. Right. Um, I think, uh, you know, the the propaganda and the campaigns, they they it's almost like the screw tape letters. They have to switch good good to evil and evil to good and make you guys look like the bad guys. But I would imagine when women come to you and then they hear what you do, 
they're like, man, why haven't I always had this care? Yeah, it's astounding to get to be a part of um, such a special moment in someone's life and honestly, such a vulnerable moment as well. I think, you know, a lot of the women that we serve, it was a surprise and they weren't expecting it and they weren't ready for it. Um, but I think that the thing that we always kind of come back to is that they are not alone in this situation and to give them the time to be able to actually make a decision, an informed decision and not a really uh, reactive one. And so it really just provides space um, for them to not only choose life, but to choose life that is abundant and to choose life um, in a way that is thriving for them, for the baby, for the father, for anyone involved, um, that we're not here to just meet them at one point, but that we're here to walk with them through the entirety because they're human and they deserve that. So just as a reminder, you're listening to Respect Life Radio, and our special guest today is Sunit Seleski, who's the director of the Marisol Health Clinic in Lafayette. I uh, appreciate you again coming down to talk to us and to remind us just how important this issue is, because if we can't show dignity to the to the least among us or the, the most, uh, you know, those who can't defend themselves— who can we show dignity to, right? I mean, it's yeah. uh, fantastic that we have these clinics. It's sad that we have to continue to promote and let people know the inherent dignity they have and their child has. We would hope everybody would know that. Right. I think it's the marker of the value and um, the level of the society in place is the way that we treat those who are least among us. Well, and we see that not only with our with our, the unborn, we see that with our seniors. I mean, when you have a disregard for life, then then you can talk like the Virginia governor did and say, "Hey, we're gonna we'll birth the baby, and then we'll decide. Let mom and dad and the doctor decide whether this baby lives." I mean, that's almost incomprehensible that we've had. Absolutely, we've gone from this isn't a baby to yeah, it's a baby, but now it's a woman's right to kill. A totally separate human being. Yeah. Yeah, I think the gift is even, you know, in context of our clinics is I remember um, we have a postpartum group for moms that we're currently doing right now. And it's been amazing to see. Um, there was one mom in particular who had said, oh, how did you hear about, you know, our program? And she had said, oh, she was one that told me that I was pregnant. And so to know her at the moment where the test was positive um, and now to see her four-month-old, um, you know, kind of learning and just being a alive and having the opportunity to be alive and having the opportunity to experience all of these incredible things, whether it's puffs or, you know, just each other, her mom's look um, has been astounding. And so I think it just really brings a face to all the issues that you're discussing, mm -hmm. um, that there are real people involved um, and they are gifts. Well, that, that brings up another point. So mom comes to you, gets full OBGYN care, has the baby. It's not, hey, it's been nice knowing you. Right. What do you do after the baby's born? How, what kind of services do you provide then? Yeah, so besides just the gynecological care that there is available to them, um, we also do a lot of supportive services, resources with them. So we do mentoring. Um, we connect them with different women in the community who are willing to volunteer their time to support them to be not only good pregnant women, but really good moms um, and to make sure that they're okay. We have a really wonderful postpartum group that we do every week um, that just gives them the space to have a community because um, a lot of these women make these decisions and from time to time um, they lose their friends over it they lose their lifestyle before over it and so to really just provide a space for them to be with other women who are going through this a similar thing um, and to know that they are 
a part of this greater community has been really incredible. Um, and really just checking in with our family development specialist and our staff. We have a lot of women who just pop in to say hi um, because the hope is that they know that they're really cared for and that this is a space that's hospitable and welcoming for them. So you've been doing this now for a couple of years, few years. Do you have, and you kind of mentioned that people pop in, do you have contact with moms maybe two, three years later? Absolutely. You know, just thanking you for helping them make the decision that they made? Yeah, I think that's one of the best parts about my job is to be able to see these women that we, you know, were able to tell them that they were pregnant at one point and then having the real privilege of getting to see their kids grow up and getting to see them becoming more of who they are. Um do you have volunteer opportunities? Is there a need for volunteers? Are you guys good? or what, Always, what is, Deacon Jack. <laughs> so if you're listening, and it's not just for people, women who are pregnant or single or women who need, uh, you know, need medical care, but if people want to volunteer, can you give the information again? So it would probably be the website would probably be the easiest if you wanted to volunteer just to get a better feel for what you do. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. So our website is www.marisolhealth.com. And on our website, it has contact information for each clinic. And so if anyone who you know really has a heart for this mission and this ministry and desires to volunteer wants to give us a call um, at the clinic that would work best for them, um, myself and the other director of the Denver Clinic, Sarah Lugo, would be happy to connect with you and see what the best fit would be. So what has this ministry meant to you? Hmm. I know you started off working in the shelters right? Uh, and then got this opportunity. Is it what you thought it would be? Um, kind of putting you on the spot. I did not give her this question <laughs> ahead of time, so now she's really going to have to think. <laughs> no, I think... Um, yeah, thanks, Deacon Jeff. Hey, anytime. Yeah, I, it has been, um, you know, such a gift and such a privilege to be exposed to the heart of a mother um, and to see how incredible um, humans are um, and women are, you know, to see you know, not only our physical capacity to become mothers, um, but to be able to walk in it with someone and get to know them and their story and their lives and to see how much their heart is capable and how much they are resilient enough and capable enough to be um, to undertake the great adventure of being a parent. And so I think um, it's been incredible to be a part of promoting the dignity of the woman and the dignity of the human person. Um, and there's a great quote that I've been thinking a lot about recently where um, she says it is urgent for women to realize that it is a privilege to be so. Um, and it's been amazing. Now who's that a quote from? Alice Von Hildebrand. Okay. Well, you had spot. A thing. well, if you're going to start throwing out quotes, <laughs> yeah. you got to know who they're coming from. No. I mean, I know it wasn't Yogi Berra. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> but I think to be a part of seeing that quote fleshed out in all these amazing women that I get to serve alongside of and that I get to serve, period, um, has been pretty astounding. Well, you know, and it's amazing, you know, the work that you're doing. And literally right down the street, we have somebody killing these children that you're bringing into the world, right? You're, you're giving the women a reason to have these children. And literally down the street, there's somebody looking to end the life of a child who could maybe cure cancer, maybe be the next saint. Who knows what they could be, but they don't even get the opportunity because what you're doing is just kind of counter to what the world's doing it's counter to this moral relativistic society and saying hey worry about you it's all about you and you're saying no it's about both of you right 
Yeah. Yeah, there's value in the human person. That means all human beings involved. And those are, you know, we really hope and honestly pray for the conversion of all those people who are making those life-ending decisions, um, that their hearts would be softened um, because a lot of people are getting infected in the meantime, millions of people. Yeah, and I think that's a good reminder, right? We're, we're here to not only save the souls of the children, but save the souls of the adults and really let them understand the truth, not the lies that society continues to spew out there that started with this wasn't a baby and now it's like, okay, yeah, it's a baby, but you know, do whatever you want because it's your body and you can do whatever you want. I mean, it's hard to imagine that type of mindset. So you guys are really swimming against the current, especially when it comes to uh, Colorado and the makeup of Colorado. Um, again, they've been, they've been aborting babies up until birth for 40 years and it's been legal here. No, you can do nothing about it unless you want to vote, right? And start voting for people that defend life. And you can talk about a lot of the other issues, but geez, if you can't agree that life's most important, then what else matters? Hmm. So you've been doing this for a few years. You're starting to get some traction. I've heard rumors, you know, you'd really like to be in Boulder. Uh, that would be great if that could happen. That would be great. Because um, then you'd be really close to the to the guy who's killing babies up there. I, almost, I don't even want to say his name because it makes my stomach turn. Um, but then you'd be, you'd be by a campus. I mean, you'd be by women who really need to hear what you have to say. Yeah, I mean, our, you know, our real hope would be to be up there, obviously, and um, to be where the need is, um, because the care that we're talking about isn't um, politicized, and it's not meant to be divisive. It's just meant to be available. Um, and true. And true, absolutely, yeah. because our bodies were made good, and that there's a center and a place that's available to restore it to the natural dignity that it was made in. Um, and to provide those supportive services to people. And so our hope to be in Boulder would be to obviously serve the students, to serve those who you know can't afford quality care because there's a hidden poverty in Boulder as well. Um, some people might be shocked to hear that, but it's true. And so to really be available um, in a place that has so much need, um, and I really do believe that it has a desire for this kind of care. Well, and I think to, to remind people just how unique this is, are there any other of these clinics that you're aware of in the in, United States? So there are, and that's, you know, I was mentioning earlier the long acronym, the PWHC is probably the best way oh, to describe it. here we go again. Yeah. I know I should ask that <laughs> question. But um, the Pro Women's Health Consortium, um, are it's a consortium of medical clinics that have these standards. And so this is a real innovative model that we're a part of at Marisol Health and at Catholic Charities in Denver. Um, but we're hoping that this is widespread throughout the nation and that there are other clinics who are starting to do this across the country. We get a lot of visits from people in different parts of the country to our clinics here in Colorado to see our model um, because we're trying to show that it actually does help people um, and that it actually does give people a valid and true option that's based in their inherent dignity. So are any other Catholic charities doing this I'm not that you're sure. aware of? Okay. Well, I mean, they wouldn't all be coming out here to look at yours, I guess, if they could go somewhere closer. Um, so it really is innovative to turn what was, hey, here's an ultrasound, which is great. Absolutely. But now it's, hey, I can walk you through not only the entire pregnancy, but your needs after the pregnancy. If there's housing issues, if there's financial issues, if there's counseling issues, 
you kind of have everything. I mean, there really is no reason to have an abortion if somebody comes to us. You can answer pretty much any need they have. Is that right? Yeah, it's incredible to see the continuum of care in action um, because there are so many services and resources available um, that if it is, like you were saying, housing or counseling or emergency assistance or any of those things, that there are different avenues that we're able to quickly plug them into within our own continuum. That's not even counting the other outside community agencies that we partner up with as well. So just roughly, how many women do you see, would you say, a month or I don't know what time frame would work best? Yeah. So right now we just got our data. Um, well, we have our data from the end of December. So we're kind of pulling it all together for January right now. Um, but we've seen over 2,500 individuals since we opened. And of those individuals, over 1,100 of those people were expecting unexpected pregnancies. And so that's so huge. It's huge. That's 1,100 babies that wouldn't have stood a chance had Marisol Health not been around. Yeah, that's the hope. Yeah, that's it, – it's amazing to think, one, that this exists, but two, a lot of people don't even know about it. Right. So for the third time, because I hear you have to keep telling people information before it finally sinks in. With me, it's probably like 20 times, but I'm hoping with the audience it's like three uh, again, how can people find out more about Marisol Health? Yeah, thanks, Deacon Jeff. So the website is www.marisolhealth.com, and then our telephone number that you can call or text is 303-731-6130, and we're here for you. Well, and if you want to volunteer, if you need the services, if you just have a question, if you want to come see it, um, you know, by all means, reach out, uh, Sunit or Sarah, whoever, uh, would be more than happy to to do a tour and show you what we're doing at a at a location that's actually convenient to you. And if you know somebody who needs the services, I mean, I'm out all the time when I go to the deanery meetings or I go meet legislators. I say, look, if you have a woman who needs medical care, here are the cards. So you guys have cards too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we try and so make knucklehead, it very easy. So knuckleheads like me don't have to remember phone numbers or email addresses. It's right. just so easy to hand out. So again, I can't stress how important of a ministry this is. I mean, lives literally depend upon it not being dramatic. Uh, Eleven hundred children potentially have been saved because this clinic existed. Who knows where they would have gone to? So. Again, reach out to Marisol Health if you know somebody, if you want to volunteer, if you just want to find out more. They're more than happy to talk to you and address this with you. And so, Sunit, I want to thank you for coming Great in, and uh, I hope this drums up a lot of business. Me too. Thanks, Deacon All Jeff. right. God bless.